Hello and welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiacs.com and thank you once again for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Enthusiacs or uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Channel Enthusiacs, where all our video content resides. I am your usual host, Jeff, for Baron Fang, and as usual, I am joined by some regulars uh, such as Jen Hello. and Goose. Hello. And glad to have Vernon back. How are you, Vernon? Great tidings. Uh, and let's uh, let's dis- let's discuss straight up what uh, what's everyone been playing. How about you, Jen? Uh, I have been well. I played Turmoil on Steam, which I really really like. Um, definitely recommend. It's a little bit short, so I'd say pick it up on sale if you can. Um, and I've recently become completely obsessed with Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. also on Steam. Um, it reminds me a lot of Animal Crossing, which I had on my funny mm-hmm. enough on my 2DS. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just there's so many elements to this game. You look you might look at it and think, oh, it's just like a little farming sim or something, but there's RPG elements and fantasy elements, and it's just there's there's crafting. It's such a good game. I absolutely love it. Hmm. Uh, how about you, Vernon? What have you been up to? Pokemon Red. I downloaded a bunch of emulators on both my tablet and my smartphone, and I've just been playing old PlayStation and Game Boy games. Sweet. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, but ones you've played back in the day too, or? Oh yes, back in the day, which was a Wednesday, if you'll recall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about you, Goose? What, uh, other than um, other than Killer Seven, what have you been uh, <laughs> occupying your time with lately? Actually, the last couple of weeks I've been I got gifted a um, copy of the Handsome Jack collection for PlayStation Four for my Ooh. birthday a couple of weeks ago. So oh, I've been wow. marathoning it a lot. <laughs> yeah, and you you had played both of those before, I I, seem, I recall. Oh yeah. They improved graphically uh, generally, or very similar other uh, to what Actually, the originals were. The, the graphics are very similar. The main improvement is it has a much higher frame rate. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, no, I've con- I've considered those uh, long term. They might be a good idea. Um, and myself, uh, I've been playing Precious Little <laughs> because my video card and my PC is dying. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I've uh, been trying to use a game with relatively high specs, and I ended up using Tomb Raider. Uh, for PC as, as sort of a, a, a guideline and uh, yeah running it just enough to push it and see whether my card can handle it and yeah consistently it's crapping out when before it would have handled it okay so not really getting to play Tomb Raider so much as just <laughs> see it fail over oh. and over again and wait for my new video card to arrive so uh, yeah uh, that until I until uh, that arrives I'm not going to be doing too much PC gaming uh, uh, at least nothing advanced because uh, at the moment I'm just hanging on, hoping that the fan doesn't quit uh, or start making noise in the middle of this podcast or <laughs> anything else for that matter. Kind of get uh, your minesweeper on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, or maybe uh, check out some of those emulators Vernon's <laughs> raving about. That's a good uh, idea. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is an idea uh, that we had uh, but what, a week and a half ago, Vernon. Uh, I think uh, you were the, the main one pushing for this um, uh, the, recently, there have been some leaks uh, related to the uh, the Nintendo NX uh, that came out. Uh, pr- specifically, a, an article on Eurogamer um, was trending about a week and a half ago that uh, got people talking about the NX. And for the first time, I think we have, uh, while not confirmed information, we have some rather uh, interesting leaks, Vernon, uh, that have been uh, apparently confirmed by a few s- sources. Uh, but we can't say officially confirmed, just... 
Yeah, Nintendo, I'll wait till Nintendo actually, yeah. like, says, hey, here's what it is. But, yeah, there have been some interesting developments that Nintendo hasn't denied. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, usually the company will work to, you know, dispute or just straight out deny yeah. um, certain rumors or, or whatever about their hardware and their consoles. But they haven't done anything to kind of yeah. combat this. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> that that along with the fact that none of this stuff seems the least bit far fetched to me, uh, I, I tend to believe pretty much the majority of of what's been uh, been leaked. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Nintendo not saying no, no way. This is all <laughs> this is all inaccurate and just you know refusing to comment. I, I think that kind of confirms that a lot of this is probably pretty damn close to the mark. So yeah, we we should say in the outset this is still largely speculative even if there are certain sources that have apparently confirmed it behind the scenes but enough enough to chew on we did a we did a podcast vernon about what four or five months ago where we were talking about nintendo's future direction and um i wish i could say i had gone back and listened to that to see <laughs> see how much we got right or not i know <laughs> and I know damn we, it here we are again <laughs> i know we certainly did talk and, and i know you did talk about you know what if nintendo decides to just go fully portable or consolidate etc you know it certainly weren't wasn't completely out of left field to hear this news but we'll we'll dive in and well maybe we'll let the the listeners out there who are <laughs> can remember that episode a bit more closely uh grade us on our predictions or or uh whether we you know completely uh missed the boat on this one um i might just mention about nintendo generally i've been sort of away from nintendo since maybe 2009 2010 yeah 2010 probably was the last time i was really playing a nintendo system with any uh, frequency i had a, a wii i was a little late to the party on the wii in fact i i didn't own a wii within a year of first getting a wii so it was been and gone pretty quickly but uh needless to say it's been a long time since i've really cared too much about what nintendo is doing uh for me personally I don't really have a, a connection to many of these franchises anymore, and the, the the last iteration, the or the current iteration, the Wii U, I was never even tempted to get it. Uh, nor have I owned a, a Game Boy in the last ten or fifteen years. So uh, this news is interesting to me because it does look like it's possible that there might be something about this new system that might drag me back. Um, uh, how do you guys feel about it? I mean, uh, I'll start with you, Vernon. You're a current Nintendo user, and uh, you were an early adopter to the Wii, at least compared to the rest of us. Not <laughs> you didn't you didn't get one quickly. I think I'm the only one out of the group that has a Wii U. Um, I think maybe <laughs> Brian is about the only other person Brian I know is. personally who has one. But yeah. uh, Brian isn't Brian isn't here. So. <laughs> Fair also, enough. Also, I'd say our minds are the enthusiasts in general. <laughs> also, he's uh, far. You know, in terms of systems, he's playing. It's probably probably you know far down the list in terms of his priorities but uh yeah. yeah i mean how do you feel is this i mean you've invested a bit in the wii u you've gotten some enjoyment out of it um i assume you've made some digital purchases as well but uh how do you feel about uh just the, the nx generally without diving too much into the detail yet uh are you thinking that this could be a, a, a nintendo console that's really going to grab you or are you kind of Still feeling a bit burned about your experience with the Wii U and not quite ready to to get on board yet. Uh, no and yes. No, I don't <laughs> think it's going to be something that's going to grab me. And 
uh, what was the other question? <laughs> about, about, you know, your experience with the Wii U out. being a little bit, you know, not, I don't know that negative is the right word, but you've, you've mm-hmm. definitely got some reservations about it. And, you know, are you willing to, to let go and consider taking the plunge on the NX earlier? Are you nope. going to take a wait and see attitude on it? Nope. Yeah. No. No, um, no on all of that. Uh, just because I, I do feel as though it was a, it, I, I waited, I waited. I, I've told this story before, but I waited to to, to buy a, a Wii U because I wanted Smash Brothers to come out. It wasn't very appealing, but I I love Smash Brothers and I wanted to get in on it. And I you know I love the games that have come out subsequently. Uh, Yoshi's uh, what is it uh, the the Yoshi game? Yeah. Um, you can tell how much I've I've been playing lately because uh, I can't even remember the names <laughs> of the games. Um, and uh, yeah yeah I, I've I've really regretted that purchase, but I haven't been too keen on letting it go because I, I definitely want to make sure I have something to play at parties. Um, and uh, I know my wife is is really into some of the games, although she hasn't touched it either. So that uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's gotta that's that stings a little bit. That um, that that's yeah. really the only game aside from Mario Kart that I've really been invested in for this console. It should have been others, and they made a really big push when they came out, and it's just like. It it hasn't been a good it hasn't been a good time looking at it because every time I look at it I, I get a little tinge of irritation. Um, so <laughs> so with that uh, no I don't think the NX is going to be something that grabs me and we'll talk about the details later. But uh, yeah 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 no. How about you Jen you you uh, haven't owned a, a console Nintendo for a long time <laughs> uh, but you ha- you are a DS owner. Uh, yeah. I mean. Do you think you'd make the trend potentially make the transition based on what you've heard, or is is it likely to be a wait and see for you as well? Uh, well, definitely waiting. Um, I think possibly, no matter what I see, I may never get it. I'd say it's actually likely I'll never get it. Like you said, the first, the only Nintendo proper console I ever had, I didn't even have a say in it because my dad was the gamer when I I could barely remember that far back, but I remember playing on the Nintendo. Yeah. Well, and, if you're only going to own one Nintendo, an NES isn't a bad yeah. way to go, honestly. <laughs> um, and then I had the um, the 2DS, which I got a few years ago. Yeah. Actually, gosh, probably more than that. But I got so excited about the 2DS because I was feeling so nostalgic and I wanted to play all these old games that I remember loving so much. And, you know, Mario is just it's just so nostalgic. And I I really wanted that back. And at first it felt it was really a novelty. I was so excited to have it. But ultimately, I only ended up getting maybe four games for it. It's been collecting dust for the last couple of years. Um, (laughs) I just... I, so, you know, when I think of the, the NX or any other future thing they're going to come out with, I think there's always going to be a part of me that's going to be interested because of all those fond memories and all those titles that we all grew up loving. Yeah. But I feel like I've kind of learned that it's the memories and the nostalgia, and that's not going to be enough to hook me. They need to they need to hook the, the 30-year-old Jen, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I Yeah. Uh, how about you, Ghost? I, I'm really not terribly familiar with your history with Nintendo in general, so I don't even know how much this is on your radar. But uh, are you, are you thinking you might be a prospective NX owner, or, or are you skeptical? I'm that it's, it's, Sorry, go ahead. I would say that personally, I'm not entirely sure what they're trying to do with this. Like you said, we'll get into the details later. But 
in order to hook, as Jen said, to hook us now, they got to do something aside from just play to our nostalgia. Yeah. Which seems to have been Nintendo's bread and butter for, well, ever, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. And it just just my first impression, just the name, the NX, it sounds like a Nokia phone from the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't make me think, oh, that's going to be a good gaming console. It makes me think, what what is this? They got to yeah. they got to do a really good job of trying to explain to folks what it is they're bringing. Admittedly, they're having no response to these leaks is very telling. But again, it it feels like they're just kind of just just rowing the ship ahead without actually looking to see what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I don't really think among us there's going to be any uh, launch party. <laughs> NX people. And who knows, uh, by the way, uh, we don't know that that'll be the end name. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that Nintendo's had a code name that they ended up changing. I just hope that they've learned from the Wii uh, name and and, uh, will come up with something a little less... urinary for the (laughs) next version at least Uh, here's the the thing about that is that i don't think microsoft has learned from their names with the xbox one um which that was confusing for a lot of people at first you remember that yeah i mean i i just chalked that up to ego honestly (laughs) i I mean i i think they'll call it Wii legacy let's let's just shop some names around so that we can send them to nintendo mine is Wii legacy nintendo the floppy donkey (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, uh well, let's uh, let's actually jump ahead to the uh the Eurogamer Eurogamer article in question uh, and this was published by Tom Phillips back on the 26th of of July. Um and there's a couple um and I know you Vernon, I think the first place I saw them is you posted the actual diagram which I've since seen many times of of what it looks like face on and then with the controllers detached, but essentially um just to, just to summarize, it's it, it looks like it, the NX is going to be a portable handheld console with detachable controllers. Uh, it's going to be fairly high powered as as far as a handheld goes with its own display. That's I mean that's pretty normal in in the sense, but apparently there's going to be two controllers attached to either side, which can be uh, attached or detached. Um, and apparently there's also going to be a base unit or docking station, which I get, we don't even know at this point if this thing is meant to come with it, right? Like for all we know, this dock could be an accessory. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, but basically whatever that is uh, to connect the brain of the NX uh, to, the, to, to a TV. So essentially what you've got is, as a lot of people have speculated for a while, is a portable system that also has the ability to function as a console. So you're going to be able to take your games with you uh, anywhere. There, there is not going to be any difference between the two. It's just one system. So uh, an interesting concept. I, I actually think it's a pretty good concept in and of itself, but it comes down to the execution. And for me, as somebody who's pretty obsessed with peripherals, the controller is going to be a, yes. a big thing. Uh, Vernon, uh, I mean, Vernon, not to get off track here, but you obviously have some mixed feelings about the tablet for the Wii U. Uh, I mean, I think you'd even go. I think you'd agree that there it's... have been no mixed feelings, Jeff. I, I've always hated it. I've always hated it. Like I've always spoken against the, it. The it's idea, just... the idea is not. The, the, I don't think the idea is bad, but they really haven't used it well, have they? Like... No, no. It's really, it really has not been something that's been integrated well. Um, mm. And I've been one to say. If you're going to have a tablet or something like that, just incorporate the handhelds you already have. Because, yeah. um, you know, upgrade the technology so that it matches the, the Wii U. Uh, I'm talking about the, the, the DSs now. Uh, even yeah. if you do the, the 2DS, which 
I got to find that rant video I did years ago on it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I remember Jen being on board, and I just I made a com- complete like. Well, I like the console. I just I couldn't I couldn't really get that into the games. That that was my issue. Yeah. yeah, and there's there's no there's no issue with that. Like I I have I have no issue with you know people liking it. It's just it's it was I felt that it was poorly executed mm-hmm. um, in the way that it was done. Like you've got this 2ds thing that you know it's supposed to cater to people who don't want 3D. But why put the 3D in there in the first place? Yeah. So. If that if that's going to be the thing that you're going to try to answer, it's like Zack Snyder, you know, answering fans directly in Batman v Superman. Well, it's a, it's an abandoned part of the district. So um, <laughs> when you're talking about when you're talking about how they're going to move on from uh, you know from this, uh, they're going to they're going to make it a console handheld hybrid where you can take it with you and then plug it into a TV. I can do that now. Mm. Um, if you if you if you know your tech, if you know you know what you're what you're doing, and you know smartphones, and you know what cables you need, and everything like that, I've got four consoles hooked up to my TV right now. It's not it's not unbelievable that I could hook up my phone and play the old <laughs> games that I wanted to play yeah. uh, on emulators. You know, I don't need to buy this new console unless, yeah. of course, they're thinking of having the Legend of Zelda title be a launch title, which is everything that I'm seeing here. And yeah. wow, thank you, Goose, for that. Um, <laughs> he just posted the video in the chat. I'm a... I'm a <laughs> quick on the draw. Right? I'm a lot bigger now. Um, you can see it in the <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, that's... Yeah, I was never, I was never like, confused about how I felt about the, 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 the stupid tablet. Yeah. Yeah, I I do have to wonder. And one thing about the diagram that that, that I I mean I mean I don't think anyone can really tell looking at it is how big it's going to be. Uh, I mean the largest, uh, and I'm not sure whether I will get this right, but the largest uh, 3D uh, Game Boy or 3DS or whatever it's called now is the <laughs> is the XL New 3DS. Is that right? <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> Honestly, I yes, yes, the new 3DS and the new 3DS XL. So that that would be the physically largest one that they've brought out. If it's a size up from that, uh, and I've held one of those before, if it's a size up from that, I do have to wonder whether it's going to feel clunky. I mean. Have we heard rumors of how big this screen is supposed to be? No, not not really. I mean, the the di- the diagrams, as I said, really don't uh, tell the story of how big it is. Uh, I mean, if if you if you look at a D pad and you think to yourself, well, how big is a typical Nintendo D pad? Even that doesn't necessarily help. Um, but I mean, it, it can't be too small, or the screen's not, you know, or the screen's going to be a step back. But it can't be too big, or you're going to have the same problem that Vernon's reported with the <laughs> the tablet for the Wii U. Uh, also, uh, and here's here's something that I I've considered um, in terms of sales. The the existing portable like the, the the 2ds 3ds line has sold very very well for Nintendo. Like they they own the portable market at this point. Uh, part yeah. of the reason I would have to assume why those systems do sell well is because they're pretty affordable, right? I mean, even your baseline 2ds is uh it's i would imagine not you know it's quite a um quite a, a gap to the the top level xl i assume but if this thing is going to be a high powered uh portable you'd have to assume it's going to be more expensive than what the uh 3ds xl so suddenly the affordability goes out the window and you don't have instead of having a console at one end and the 2ds at the bottom you've got one device that costs in between I, I do have to wonder if that's gonna, you know, 
result in a sales hit, even if we assume that this is going to be a more powerful system, and, and it, I guess it would have to be for this to work. Um, I mean, Vernon, again, I'll, I'll ask you, if, and you've obviously owned a Wii U, and I assume you've owned portables at, at some point in, in the past. If this thing is uh, significantly less powerful than the other systems that are out there, is that going to hurt it, or, or is it just going to mean that the hard, the, the hardcore crowd, whatever that is, are, are going to be less likely to get it? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure how this thing's going to be marketed. Uh, it all depends on you know the the marketing because you know as we as we know they they failed on the marketing with the Wii U, um, and no one knew what it was, and it it hurt as a result. But I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to be powerful, and and I I, I can't really say because it's ultimately going to be one of those things that's going to be determined by how it's number one marketed and yeah. you know how people feel about it. It's yeah. it just I don't. Yeah, yeah, I really can't say. Yeah, I mean the original. When you think about it, the original Wii was not a powerful system compared to its contemporaries, but it sold like hotcakes because everyone mm-hmm. wanted it for what it was. And mm. the fact that it was less powerful than its competition didn't hurt it in the slightest. Uh, in this case, I, I think you're right. If it's marketed correctly uh, and, and it finds an audience that's unique or, or, se- or separate to, to what the other two systems are doing, it, it could work. But, yeah, hard to say how the power is going to work into that. I mean, we don't even know at this point, uh, given that it hasn't been confirmed, how powerful the processor is going to be. There's been some thinking that like a new generation of mobile uh, processors is going to be in it, which might make it potentially very powerful. If it's a last generation one, it might be a bit limited. Uh, hard to say. I, 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 think, I think if it works in the end, gamers will be pretty forgiving of, of the power gap, so to speak. But uh, you, you're right. I think people have to understand what the damn thing is <laughs> first to want to take, uh, take a risk on it, even, even if it does that- have a great launch title, and, and it might. Sorry, you're saying, Goose? I think the Nintendo just, they need to take the advice of the late Mr. Iwata, which is software sells hardware. Mm. It doesn't matter how great your console is. Case in point, the Wii U. The Wii U, as far as its function, was better than the Wii. However, the software that came with it, the games that were available, when you think of Wii games, I can think of at least 20 or 30 off the top of my head that I've played in the last year for the Wii. Yet for the Wii U, I can only come up with maybe three or four titles I'm even interested in trying to play. So for the NX, if they want to succeed, they've got to have a games library right at the off that makes people want to play it. And a Legend of Zelda Zelda title on day one would certainly help, wouldn't it? (laughs) I mean, it would help, but it's not going to be it's not going to be enough. Yeah. No. Maybe two or three real uh, heavy hitters. Then I mean, if if they can pull that off, that that would be something. But well, yeah, and they can't like re remaster or something like that. They have to be new. Um, Yeah. Or they can't be like ports or anything like that. Which can we talk about specs? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah, Uh, you you can. Start start running down the list if there's anything that really uh, speaks to you. Cartridges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rumor that they're going back to cartridges. So, all right. Um, <laughs> well, I'll bite. Um, if there's if there's anything that I've learned from the Wii U, it's that they don't have and a good idea of how to do third party support now. Yeah. This, in terms of cartridges, will simply ruin it, especially if they're looking to do. Uh, something great with graphics um yeah 
and yeah. you know a lot of the third party games will push the envelope uh, not just legend of zelda you got to wonder how mm. are how are developers supposed to develop for this console if they're cartridge based games cuz i mean doesn't it take more to well the thing is i'm hearing rumors that the cartridges could be up to 32 gigabytes that's a lot to work with compared to old generation like that that is it that's 10 times the size of what's on the cartridges for uh, for like gen's 2ds for example uh, if if that's true, then that is a big enough jump that I don't think space is going to be as much of an issue as as people think. Now you're not going to be getting Castle Wolfenstein on there, uh, Old Blood, which is like 60 gigs or something like that. But I I honestly think that uh, if that's true, that that amount of space could could work. Um, now, who, but but you're right. I think Vernon, there is a little bit of concern on on third party. I don't know that every company is is necessarily going to be thrilled by that. Um, it, but I guess as long as it's not an obstacle to them being able to make the games pop and and as long as there isn't a huge gap of what they look like in the function between this system and other systems. Um, but who knows? I mean, it's all theory, right? We don't we don't even know what the NX is going to be competing with when it comes out. Yes, R- really, do we? Like, so I guess it's going to be competing with second generation PS4s and and they ones, said, right? They said it, they said they want the rumor is that it's supposed to be released on uh, in uh, in March of next year, 2017. Um, so they're going to be competing with the Xbox One S and hopefully the the PS4. Or K, whatever it is, <laughs> whatever the damn thing. What's is it called, called Goose? Um, <laughs> the next one, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I think it's Neo? called the Neo, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, okay, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So BS then. Um. So <laughs> with that, we'll kind of we'll kind of see what the what the deal is. But I, you know, they were gonna I, call I, it Mr. Anderson, but it insisted on being <laughs> called Neo. <laughs> You know what's funny? The more I see about the Nintendo NX, the more it feels like it almost feels like they're not trying to compete. With like yeah. Sony and Microsoft, it's like they're trying to be like the secondary console, like, like the backup, as it yeah. were. Yeah. Yeah. But but like but well, here's the thing though, if 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 they're consolidating with Portable and they already basically run run the show on Portable, then th- then I I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. If they're able to be the number one Portable and fill an uh, you know a, a niche with a, with type of games that are fully portable that the other systems can't really deliver on uh assuming that that is something that's going to attract people i i th- i think i i think they could uh could do pretty well uh you know the, that ju- their their uh, portable sales are impressive and if they they can maintain those portable sales and be selling them for $100 more <laughs> assuming that people are able to or willing to to pay that much more they could do pretty well but again it's going to i think you're right guys i think it's going to come down to the software i i don't think I don't think uh, another Wii U is is something they're going to be able to get over. Um, they they need they need to sell software consistently with this thing, uh, and the the gap. I mean, some of the gaps that you reported, Vernon, over the years, like you could go six months without another Wii U release that was even vaguely interesting. Uh, if the, if that's if that's how they're going to run things with this N- NX, then they might as well give up now. Um, I thought uh, I, I thought that uh, when I first heard about it playing anywhere, that that was sort of a, a genius move. Although I know that I've bought into that, and then much like Jen, ended up <laughs> having mine sitting collecting dust as well. I mean, I'll, I'll ask each of you because 
I, I know that as I've got older, I've, I've cared less. I mean, Jen, how, how much does that matter to you, the ability to be able to play it portably? Is that is that something that would actually sway you, knowing that you could plug it into the TV and then take it on a road trip or travel with it? Like, is that actually a selling point to you? It, it sounds cool in theory, but... I've never actually really utilized it because I tend to go towards, you know, I have an iPad mini and I have my iPhone. And even if I have the DS next to me, I typically grab my phone to play a little game on there. Or if I'm laying in bed and I can't sleep, I'm not going to get up and grab my DS. I play on my phone. I think even though they do kind of, you know, control the market in terms of the portability and the, the handheld gaming, I feel like everyone has that ability on their phone so it, to me, it loses that attraction. Mm. I'm disappointed. Like, okay, cool. They own that. They, they, you know, they're they do handheld better than anyone else. I want a really good Nintendo home console with a ton of really great Nintendo games. Yeah. You know, some nostalgic, but a lot of new ones too. Like, give us something different that we can't get with Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. So the the portability of it doesn't draw me. Yeah. I just. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really get it. How about you, Goose? Uh, is it ever something that would uh, factor in? I mean, I, I, I know you've been a PlayStation guy for years. I don't know whether you ever had Vitas, but is this something that's even like a consideration for you? I'll be honest. I'm kind of in the same boat as Jen is. If I'm looking for something portable, odds are I'm just going to grab my phone. And I've, I've owned a 3DS for going on three or four years now, and I barely touch it anymore. It's not that... I think Nintendo. I think that they're having. They have a good sales thing with the portable. Mm-hmm. They have a good idea with their, what they're doing portable. Much better than they do with consoles. I'll give them that. But <laughs> I think their their biggest problem is is that I think with trying to hybridize it, you could wind up eliminating both camps. Yeah. You could you could wind up it, depending on like we were talking about earlier, depending on the size, you could eliminate the portable crowd, and depending on the capability, you could eliminate the console crowd. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, their their portables sell so well that you know, um, could they kill the golden goose here by by completely redesigning it to the point where it's it's you know they're not really making Game Boys anymore, they're just making consoles that are happen to be portable too. Uh, Vernon, uh, we've spoken at length about how you don't like the tablet so much, but I mean, does being able to go take these games on the go? attract you at all uh particularly in a world where you can use your emulators on your tablets and stuff if it was done properly yeah Mm. um if if it was done to where i could play any game in the world i think this is where my insane idea of just having all the companies come together to make a massive super console would come into play here um because ultimately you know it seems like nintendo's giving up on the wii u and it's kind of giving up on trying to develop consoles um so with that uh why not do a, a console handheld hybrid and in that case i would be on board with the idea but i've been through this before like yeah. I've, I, I've i've been through this before i've seen this thing before and it happened with the wii u and i'm i'm still really bitter about it so i'm like it could work i'll yeah. wait and see um but uh i don't really i, I don't really think they're gonna do it the, the way that they're that they're saying they're gonna do it yeah um I, I don't know maybe maybe it's just me maybe I'm just jaded, jaded I, I do guy. have to wonder if there'll be people <laughs> who will buy this NX when it comes out and it'll go in the dock and they'll never use it portably ever like yeah. <laughs> if I if know? I did buy it I would never take it with me anywhere mm. 
So yeah, and, and it's I, definitely going to be a crowd. I suppose if it delivered on all the things that you're looking for, that wouldn't be so bad, <laughs> you know. If it just if if it just ended up sitting there acting as a console and doing it well with those classic titles, with the you know older game access to the older games, a gr- a great, well developed, well u- utilized version of uh, the Wii uh, Wii Store, <laughs> whatever the hell they'll call it now. <laughs> it's not Wii anymore. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, it, but you know, if, if that store, electronic storefront works really well, if it has tons of stuff that people want, if it's uh, if it's not being run cynically and charging overpriced prices for games and stuff, I I could see it delivering on a lot of those things, and and you know the portables just never being used. But uh, yeah, we shall see, and particularly we'll see if uh, we end up having to to pay for this dock that we keep hearing about too. Um, Vernon, I, I might leave this question just for you because uh, obviously <laughs> you, you're the only one who's directly experienced this pain. But uh, there were a lot of things about the Wii that had gone awry. We've talked about the uh, the fact that the software has was just underwhelming, and there was two the gaps between releases were just too big. Uh, weren't enough killer apps, so to speak. Um, so we know they've got to fix that. Are there other things about the Wii U and the way that it was uh, that just that that console in general that they've got to get right on the NX in in general, uh, like, uh, or is it just really all the software? I mean, their killer apps came out years after release. Um, mm. You know, the Mario Kart was the first, yeah. so it, it really like you know catapulted sales and just like raised raised stocks like six. 166% or something like that. Yeah. Now that's a lot, but that's really bad if it raises it that much in such a short amount of time when you didn't have much to begin with. Um, yeah. So with that, uh, you know, I don't even think they've broken 20 million units sold as of as of yet. And how long has it been out since what uh, 20, 2011, 2012? Yeah, um, so I mean, yeah. So the the, the life of the console is coming up on almost five years and console life is usually about five to seven, which, you know, that's, that was kind of eclipsed in the last console generation where we had consoles lasting for nine, 10 years. So in terms of, in terms of success here, I would say that it should be measured by games Mm -hmm. and just how good this portable thing is, which I, I don't understand. Like they have, they have so much, that's there already the between between the 3ds between the you know the wii u mm-hmm. just don't don't do another console don't try to do something new now like you know you stick by your 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 brick of a console um and just put out games for it and make it better you know they, they really haven't done a lot to make what they have out better and now yeah. they're coming out with something new. Yeah. So it's like, you know, no, we're not giving up on the Wii U. Well, yeah, you are, because The Legend of Zelda is going to be a launch title for this new console, believe you me. Um, it's it's, def- it's definitely going to be split between both consoles, but it's meant to be a launch title for the NX. Make right. no mistake. Make yeah. no mistake. It's, it's going to be something that they're going to be banking on for people yeah. to, you know, sell this new thing um, that, that's coming out. So give me games, you know... Stop with the with trying to make it something innovative and different because innovative and different is not working for you, Nintendo. Um, especially if you're going back to cartridges, um, which I can see will kind of hurt anybody else developing for your console. 
Yeah. Um, Speaking of the sales numbers, I was just looking it up. From the time they started quote unquote innovating, which would I would say started with the 3DS and continued with the Wii. For example, the Wii U as of of this date has sold 13 million units. Going back to their last console before they started all this gimmicky business would be the GameCube. The GameCube sold 74 million units. Yeah. And just in their handheld, their innovations have hurt them a lot. The Nintendo DS, for example, sold 154 million units. The Nintendo 3DS sold 59. So every time they try to innovate, they wind up cutting their sales by quite a lot. Hmm. Even the Wii sold over 100 million units. Yeah, yeah. Although, uh, you know, I, I would I would argue that at the time it was because it was doing something that no one else could do that was actually, you know, that caught on long enough to be sort of a, you know, a phenomenon. Uh, and the, and there were games for it, too, <laughs> like exactly. well, at least for long enough to hold everybody's attention. Uh, but it, it died off quickly. Um, and, you know, this next one's going to will die quickly, too, if it uh, if it doesn't have steady releases. Vernon, how, how important do you think the digital strategy is for it in terms of, you know, digital downloads, getting that e-store right? I mean, to me, I think if they got it right, it could be a goldmine for them. But they they seem to be just genetically predisposed to be greedy and slow and sluggish and hard to hard for customers to to deal with uh do you do you think that could be a big selling point if they got it right or is it just a case of of improving on what they did for the wii and wii u as far as digital is concerned how would they definitely will matter Mm. how they handle the e-store that'll be a big part of it'll be matter how they handle the customer service end of it because Nintendo, despite what people – a lot of people love Nintendo, I grant, but they are a very arrogant company. Mm. They're, very, they're very much a we-know-better-than-you kind of operation, and they got to get away from that. Mm. What do you think, Vernon? I mean how would they get the e-store right? I, I'm not one to, to really like jump on e-stores that much unless it's for a specific title um, or some type of – specific you know kind of like download that i want um so like how would what's a good example of uh, getting i don't know a digital uh, store in East i don't know right? steam ps store what what microsoft does like i would consider all those to be relatively successful models i i honestly think that they should probably steer in that direction and they've got a huge back catalog that they could uh, harness as well uh, I mean, I don't think it's going to work so much for new games because I, I don't think this is going to be a system that you can just park huge <laughs> new oh, new releases in. But, I mean, if you can download great Super Nintendo titles and great NES titles and for for a fair price and it actually works uh, properly uh, and and it and it's reliable and it and it's customer friendly, you know. I could see it being a, a boon, but uh, I, I don't know. I remember back the Wii, the e-store on the Wii, and it was, you know, it was very rare that I came across something in there that I thought was fairly priced. I, I wasn't confident that, you know, I buy something on Steam, I have every bit of confidence it's I own it and I'm going to be able to play it. Uh, I, n- I never had that sense buying anything from Nintendo. So If I were Nintendo, <laughs> what I would do to make this console really get people's attention is I'd offer a service similar to like Nintendo's version of Netflix. Mm. You pay a you pay a monthly fee and you can play any game in Nintendo's library for that month. 
yes. and just having them be a monthly subscription. That would be, be really I, cool. I, I'd be I'd be I'd be surprised if you wouldn't find people, even people like me, yeah. who would huh. be extremely hyped for something like that. The, the yeah. emulator crowd. I think there's a lot of people that are in the emulator crowd, or at least that are on the, on the periphery of it, that would go, ooh, you know. <laughs> uh, actually, that. yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> Wow. Um, That's a really good point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like all, their entire back catalog, from back dating back to the NES, yeah. Game Boy, oh, yeah. all those I games. would be like, I need uh, that yeah. console. Yeah, and how many, and how many partnerships there. do they have with other companies? I mean, for the Wii, I, I'm sure it's this way for the Wii U too, Vernon, but I mean, I, there were Game Gear games, there were old Sega games, TurboGrafx-16, like there were a bunch of different other retro systems in there as well you know they don't have to stick with their own catalog really and and then i i remember buying n64 games for on on the way you know like you you don't just have to stick uh to older consoles you can go you can go to ones that are sort of uh you know one or two generations back as well if you do it right um no word on uh, whether or not it's going to have any expandable storage or anything like that, but uh, you know, Nintendo's only one up, one rung up from Apple when it comes to this stuff, so I'm not really holding out a lot of hope there. <laughs> uh, I might lastly just ask uh, now price, price. I'm thinking about price of the system in general and comparing it to what a console would cost. The competition versus what a 3DS or a DS would cost. I'm, I have to assume it's going to be somewhere in the in the middle. But peripherals. I mean, if this if this is going to be a system that I mean, it's a Nintendo system. And Vernon, uh, I like you. When I think Nintendo, one of the things that comes to mind are great games to play with people in a room. You know, party games. It, it's a system that really excels at that. And I assume that they're going to want to retain that aspect. But uh, you know, how much are spare controllers going to work for this? How are spare controllers going to work for this? They got it really friggin' wrong for the Wii U. I have to assume that they're going to, uh, you know, try and improve on, on that. But, uh, I mean, I, Vernon, do you have a sense at all where this thing would have to sit price wise logically to grab people? I mean, loss leading maybe, but, uh, where's it got to sit logically? Uh, 200 to 250. Um, and the, the I, yeah, I really don't know. That's something that I hadn't thought about is the multiplayer aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, because if if you're gonna have uh, you know people playing in a living room, which uh, to Nintendo's credit they've they've maintained fairly well mm-hmm. um, over their over their iterations of consoles. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that ultimately that's gonna be because we had mentioned that it's gonna have like detachable controllers, but it's only yeah. gonna have what two, and then. You know, there there's gonna be like, do you just buy extras, or does someone else need to have yeah. Codename NX with their own detachable controllers? Yeah, to you have to network Bluetooth. these things, you know. <laughs> yeah, to network to your console, just bring over the controllers and network to your con- like. How is that gonna work? Um, because with the Wii U, that it came with the tablet and nothing else. That was the main controller, and you had to buy the Pro controller and the 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 the, the Wii the Wii uh, the Wii controller yeah. and any other controller you wanted to to attach to it so yeah i I don't know how this is going to work but um for a starting price anywhere from two to two 200 to 250 i agree with you i I think that's where it's got to be roughly i i I would even say if it was close to 300 that would maybe work but that's that's a lot more than what people are usually willing to spend for a portable so it'd have to have a lot of uh value (laughs) to be able to because i think you could buy a 2ds these days for like 120 bucks or something yeah Yeah. is that about right and 
and that's the other thing I wanted to throw in there as well. It needs to come with a game. Mm. Um, if oh, it's yeah. like any anyone with a anyone with a, a standard, and this has nothing. This is me not doing anything against like people who work at Walmart, but anyone with a standard Walmart paycheck can pick this up if it was two hundred two hundred and fifty dollars. But it also yeah. needs to come with a game, and you know the the the, the Xbox One, the the PS4, you know those are investments. Like you know th- yeah. three they, when they came out, they were four hundred five hundred dollars, and you know that's not even counting the Xbox One with the Connect attached to it. So yeah. with that, that does that those didn't even come with games. Like that was just the consoles. So with that. Throw in a game right off the bat. I, I don't want to see this, you know, console coming by itself, and then you got to spend another fifty bucks for for the for whatever cartridge game they're going to have. Come have it come with a game right off the bat. Yeah. One thing that I did notice this was right after E3, the new CEO of Nintendo. I'm going to butcher this man's name. I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> Tats- Tatsumi Kimishima came out, and they were talking about. Well the, he was giving a bit of a, um, not so much a preview, but they were talking about the future of Nintendo, and they were talking about, they didn't have an NX yet, they just said the next console. And he said, well, obviously he said it in J- Japanese, but I'm translating it, but <laughs> what he said was, he, he said, if, our, if this is anything less than 200, if there's anything more than 200, then we risk eliminating our sales. It's got to be an all-in-one unit, it's got to be cheap, and it's got to get people's attention. Yeah. So yeah. I think that maybe, maybe they're finally starting to get it. That they have to get, they have to market it right. Like Vernon said, you people have to know what the hell this thing is before yeah. they're going to be any hype train behind it. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's not hard to like. It's not hard to understand what's going to grab people's attention. You know, like Smash Brothers. Vernon, you're not alone in loving that game. That's going to move consoles, right? Yeah. Le- Legend of Zelda. That's going to move Zelda, consoles. Yeah. Metroid. That's going to move consoles. <laughs> like. It, you don't have to di- delve very deep into Nintendo's, you know, uh, properties to come up with games that are going to sell big merely, be- you know, Star Fox. I mean, they do another Star Fox. That's going to sell systems. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they can branch out to original IPs as, as well and hopefully get some good third-party support. But all they have to do is have a good, steady release with those sorts of names and they're going to grab people. Uh, and hopefully, as you say, they can bundle it with a sort of must-have, simple sort of title that's really going to get people's attention. Um, Goose, do you more or less, uh, sorry, uh, Jen, do you more or less agree with that price point? Like, does do you do you reckon if it gets much higher than two fifty, it's going to deter people, given that it's portable? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that's that's definitely that's a very fair range. Um, but to me, where they put the price point also has to, you know, it has to be based on what their launch day and very early catalog is going to be. Yeah. Because if they don't have big titles very early on, then they need to lower the price even more mm. to try and drag people in somehow. Because, yeah. you know, if, if it launches and there's a couple of games and no one's ever heard of it and it looks boring and it's a whole new kind of system that they're not used to seeing... Yeah. Then it's not going to do well. But I think like a 200 price is is fair. Yeah. Uh, last uh, question I'll ask everybody. Uh, now, in a world where people will happily spend five or six hundred dollars on a phone, <laughs> yeah. One of the reason yeah. one yeah. of the reasons being that a phone can do many things in this day and age. How many additional sort of uh, services, things, media is this thing going to have to be able to do? Uh, like, what are people going to just expect th- th- that an NX is going to have to have? Uh, I mean, it, it, are we going to want to see Netflix on it? Uh, 
I, I don't think there's any technological barriers to it having apps and, and other things on it as well. But are people going to expect that? And if it doesn't, if, if it doesn't do the multimedia thing, even as a secondary or tertiary tertiary offering, like some of the other consoles do, um, is that is that going to hold it back? Like Vernon, would that matter to you if it didn't have some of the other functionality that other consoles have, uh, or is just the the lower price? mean that yeah this is a game system and i'm happy if it all it plays is games two words pokemon go (laughs) um if it if if it's uh if it somehow offers some benefit to you know folks who buy the codename nx um if you were if you're a pokemon go player or something like that i think that would be beneficial um yeah it can have netflix yeah it can have youtube those are those are standard things that we have in consoles now um because they want to make them you know more entertainment savvy and and uh you know have all the things and apps that we that we normally use on our computers and on our phones so all those yeah given definitely have those included but pokemon go um that really rose that really rose <laughs> wrong word um that really uh you know hit uh hit pokemon's uh god what am i saying that really <laughs> hit uh you know nintendo's stocks in a good way mm-hmm. um oh, yeah. so with that if you can find a way to have the gps enable feature on there to where you can walk around with this thing in your hand and get extra bonuses every single day nintendo i'm not talking you know once you buy the console and it's a one time thing every single gosh darn day i censored <laughs> myself there um so every single day there needs to be some type of bonus to where every time you log in through the nx you get some extra thing or an egg or experience points or something like that um because ultimately if that's if that's going to be a thing i think that will draw um the, the draw. Po- yeah. exactly that's yeah. that's going to be an extra thing to, to to draw people in especially because yeah. pokemon go has made nintendo a lot of money and it's a broken game that people have already already sunk you know hundreds of dollars into to buy stuff so you need to include that in some way they would be crazy not to try and capitalize about what they've learned from this pokemon go experience and, and try and i think you're absolutely right they need to try and incorporate something like that if this system is going to be portable they they Especially need they need to be yeah, they, yeah they need to actually make it count you know like there's got to be more to it than just oh i can play it on my commute i can play it at lunch you know like that's all fine and well but everyone has phones too you know so yeah uh how about you goose is are the extras uh do you think that they're critical or are they just you know something they'd have to put in because everyone expects them to be on consoles these days i think that there are certain things they're going to have to do like vernon said people just expect certain things with a console but with Nintendo, they have – with this NX idea, they have the capacity to actually do something that we haven't really seen before when it comes to gaming. More importantly, going back to the marketing side of things, they've got to be able to show people what it can do. Mm-hmm. It can't, they can't just rely on word of mouth. Yeah. So, for example, if it does have something like Vernon says, something akin to the Pokemon Go, then they need to be able to t- tell people about that. Yeah. And honestly, I think the best thing they could do if they were remotely intelligent, if I were running Nintendo, what I would do is about two months before it came out, is I'd get in touch with some of the bigger guys, either Twitch streamers, people on YouTube, etc., and I'd send them the console. Yeah. And I tell them, I want you to show people what this thing can do. Because just think about how many games we've bought. Because we saw somebody do, playing it or watching it or what have you. Yeah, yeah. So they, sold that, games, yeah. That would be, exactly, that would be a huge boon yeah. 
yeah. to their launch. Yeah. They've also got to make sure that unlike other game launch, we've seen, particularly with Microsoft and Sony, etc., we've seen that game launches can live or die by the library, like we were talking about earlier. So yeah. it's not so much about how many apps they can run. It's not so much about what streaming services they offer. It's all about going back to the software. Yeah. It's all going to be about what is that default startup library. Yeah. Jen, uh, I'll give you the last word. Any any fe- any features that you think this thing's going to have to have to, to help it set it apart, or is it just the games, the the functionality that matters most? Um, I think oh, Vern had a fantastic idea. Seriously, that would be amazing. I mean, I'm not even a Pokemon Go player, but that I know that that would draw a ton of people in. As far as like multimedia, you know, Netflix, YouTube, all those kind of apps. Yes, it's a given. Yes, I'm sure they'll be there. They pretty much have to. I honestly couldn't care less. Mm. You know, my TV does that. My phone does that. My PS4 does that. Like everything I have, my Blu-ray player can do that. So I'm just, it means nothing to me anymore. So yeah, it'll probably be there. There's no other types of apps that I really care about. I just want a really good library. I want access to a lot of great classic games, but I also want a lot of new games that are very, you know, Nintendo's a very different style. They need to capitalize on that and take advantage of that. And have a lot of unique games that catch your eye. That's not Call of Duty. That's not Fallout. That's not these, you know, big titles that the big guy consoles draw in. They need to find their own niche there. And it can't just be, we're handheld, we're portable. It needs to be their library. Hmm. I think uh, for me, it'd be great to see some indie titles on there, you know? Like, make make it, open it up, yeah. to, open it up to these smaller... Uh, titles that could really shine on on a, on a modest system. The kind of games like you that. find on Steam all the time. You know, yeah, yeah. like just ma- make it make it friendly to developers of of all sorts of sizes and shapes. Um, you know, like you're you're getting a cut of every sale. Like, why not? You know, take some chances on on, on people. You know, like uh, like Stardew Valley <laughs> would <laughs> well, honestly I mean, be fantastic. That, that would be a very good example of on of, a console I'm like thinking. that. You know, it, it's. Uh, I I th- I think uh, I think part part of the reason now what was that uh, what was that console that the portable console that died on the vine just a few years ago um, PlayStation Vita no <laughs> no the, <laughs> it was an ind- it was an independent one it's it, um, oh the Neo Geo no I I can't remember the name of it to save my life but uh, yeah it, it had a lot of people interested because you know that it, it sold itself as being easy to develop for uh, and and I think, oh ooh yeah ooh yeah yeah. Oh, I and I, about that. I, I think, I think, right? that, uh, I think that if Nintendo were to sort of go after some of the, uh, you know, some of the spirit that that interested people in in Ouya and, and except to actually deliver on it, uh, you know, they they might be able to uh, to benefit from that too. Uh, it's not. I don't think it all has to be on the back of these huge releases, even though they are the most important foundation. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I I think they could stand to to learn from you know companies like Steam, etc that are a little more um they they don't they don't seem to have trouble allowing lots of different developers uh to to, to appear on their platform nintendo could probably uh, stand to learn from that well thanks everybody uh a lot of this is just mindless speculation and i think uh in eight or nine months we'll have some more concrete <laughs> information <laughs> to talk about maybe even uh some you know maybe even some hands-on experience or you know I got, I hope you guys are right, and some streamers and YouTubers are able to 
you know, really opened people's eyes to the system. Uh, Nintendo's had such a fractious relationship with YouTubers and stuff, though. I, I think uh, I think it's going to com- take a complete uh, change of, of attitude on their part. But uh, as Goose pointed out earlier, they're they're they've got a particular way of doing things, uh, and it's hard to picture them. <laughs> It's it's hard to picture them completely pulling their heads out of their asses, but uh, we we can hope. <laughs> I figure eight months from now it'll just be Vernon screaming for forty minutes. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past me. Yeah. Well, look, I'll be there with bells on, Vernon. If you, <laughs> if <laughs> I'm happy to set it. Uh, thanks, everybody. Um, as I mentioned at the start of the show, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Enthusiax if you want to uh, see what's going on day to day at Enthusiax.com. Um, our YouTube channel is simply Channel Enthusiasts, where all our video content, uh, Let's Plays, etc. reside. Our email address for this podcast is pointstreak at enthusiasts.com. If you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions, uh, click on the podcast section of the website if you want to see Hero Talk, Point Streak, or Behind the Line Radio, uh, one of our three podcasts there. Uh, if you want to join in in the forum, there's a forum button up, button up on the right-hand side of enthusiasts.com if you want to Uh, join in on the discussions there thanks again to jen vernon and goose thank you for listening and we'll see you again on another episode of point streak thank you guys thanks thank you